Raygun, episode 17. I'm Paul Ciampanelli. I am Kirk Pinchon. This is the show where we pick a musical topic, then we watch a bunch of YouTube clips about that topic. And if you go to musicraygun.com slash playlists, you'll find a playlist of all the clips so you can see everything we're talking about. Right, Kirk? That is exactly right, Paul. And if you're a regular listener to Music Raygun... Please give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or whatever podcast app you're using to listen to this right now. Because more reviews for the show helps more people find the show. And that would make me and Kurt very happy. Yeah, come on. Just, oh, and also, like, if you don't want to give us a review, because people don't want homework. If they don't want to write a review, you can still go on to iTunes and just give us a star rating. Yeah, Skip the review portion. That's not as helpful, but it's still helpful, so... If you're shy and you don't want your words out there. <laughs> your words. Just, you can just rate us. We'll take whatever we can get. But like we said last time, five stars only. Five, I don't yeah, want to say we, we'll take whatever we can yeah. get because I don't want the one star. <laughs> yeah. Give us the five stars. We deserve it. That's harmful. <laughs> yes. Um, a quick announcement. We're on Podbean. Yeah. Oh, I love Podbean. Do you really? No, I'm making that up. I have okay. no idea what that is. I thought I'd go, done all the major ones. <laughs> and then I was catching up with my friend Tiana. And she, I mentioned the podcast to her when she asked what I'm up to. Yeah. And she was like, hey, are you guys on Podbean? And I was like, no, I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> we're there now. So now we're on Podbean. Oh, our shit's blowing up, man. Yeah. Uh, let's do corrections yes. and clarifications. I'm going to let you start because you have one for the I first time one. ever. I have a big one too. Not big, but like, okay, so the last episode we did the B-sides. Mm-hmm. And at one point you brought up Jeffrey Osborne being from Providence. Hometown hero. And I lost my collective shit. Yes. Got all excited mm-hmm. and said, oh my God, uh, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis produced this song. They did not produce that song. Oh, but they did produce other Jeffrey Osborne songs? No, I don't believe so. Okay, you just... I got got so excited that I just started going, oh, and then Jerry Jerry Lewis, and then, Mm. yeah, and then Prince got involved, and I just started You just got caught up in all the coincidences we found. I did. I did. I got caught up in all the excitement. But they did produce My, My, My. Yes, that is correct. Okay. They produced that, but I don't think they produced any Jeffrey Osborne. A guy named Richard Perry produced uh, the Woomer song. Don't act like you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm friends with yeah, you. Yeah. He's you're like he's great. He's great. <laughs> so that was my one clarification. I got overexcited, which well, I'm wanting to do. To make up for it, we'll listen to some stuff in today's episode that they had something to do. All with, right. right. Oh yes. Yes. Just, just a little tease that we'll get to in a minute. Yes. Um, my, I don't actually have any corrections. I have clarifications from mm-hmm. the last episode. Both have to do with the moonlighting segment. Oh, okay. I have a little context for the dream sequence. Oh, good, because I do not remember that. That I got from Wikipedia, so you know it must be right. It's 100% true. In the Billy Joel, Big Man on Mulberry Street, dream dance sequence, Maddie's dream sequence. She's dreaming about David's history with his ex-wife. So the the dancer, oh. rep, the other dancer represents his ex-wife, how they okay. meet and then get divorced. Which is why she leaves him and then Maddie arrives. Now the dream makes perfect sense. Right. And I also wanted to mention who who that dancer was. Yes, please. Because I was quite taken with her. Yes, I found her very fetching. Yep. And she was very talented. Her name is Sandal Bergman. Some of her movie credits include All That Jazz, the Bob Fosse movie, and Xanadu. I know both well. But the the most interesting one to me isn't even a dancing role. She's the female lead in the Rowdy Roddy Piper movie Hell Comes to Frogtown. I know of Hell Comes to Frogtown. But you've never I've seen never it. Never seen it. I yeah, just neither have I. Yeah. I just know it as like a 
cult classic yes, kind exactly. of bad movie. Oh, wow. So she's in that. Good for her. Yeah. Check out Sandal Bergman. Yeah. She was great. Um, but that's what we talked about last time. What are we here to talk about this time? Oh, Paul. Today we are going to talk about the Jackson dynasty. Yes, meaning every Jackson except Michael. <laughs> and very little Janet. A little bit of Michael in the context yes. of the Jacksons, but... Michael is too big to do, to like just touch on him in this episode. Yes. He deserves his own episode. He probably deserves like a five episode yes. series. Agree. Or like maybe the last episode we ever do of this show <laughs> will be Michael Jackson. Because yeah, yeah. he's so, probably the only bigger thing is the Beatles. And we'll probably never do that because you don't like the Beatles. That's right. We're never going to do the Beatles. Or, well, I might bring in a guest. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> bring We've guest. done it before with Harry yep. Nelson. Bring a guest. It is the Beatles. Yeah. Man, they're overrated. But anyway, they're also not like they don't have as much interesting video as all the that is true. Do. That is so, very true. So, uh, so we're going to talk about and and here's the other thing. This is pretty much the Jacksons limited to the '80s. Yes, uh, we can't ignore the Jackson Five. No. So we're going to look at them in our first clip. Yes, which is from. The Motown 25 special. Yes. Can you explain Motown 25? Yes. And to put this all into context as well is a lot of these videos that we have is all stuff after Michael's thriller. Because after Michael mm-hmm. Jackson's thriller, it was like, if your name's a Jackson, you have a record deal. You can do anything you want. Yeah. And so everyone had a record deal. Everyone had a record deal. So it's kind of that whole... Not only that, but I don't know if you noticed this about the clips you mm-hmm. sent me for the show, but I, I tried to put them in um, in order. Mm-hmm. So I was looking up like the date of release yeah. for these videos and things, and most the majority of everything in this episode is going to be from 1984 specifically. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, And Thriller came out... In 83. 83, yeah. Or maybe the end of 82. I actually do think it's the end of 82. Yeah. Yeah. So it was literally like, oh, this is a huge thing. If your name is Jackson, we're going to put you on record Mm -hmm. and you will be something special. That's how big Thriller was. That's how big Thriller was. Yeah. So Thriller, uh, the the Motown 25th uh, anniversary special is known for Michael Jackson doing Billie Jean and is known for the moonwalk. The, the premiere of the first time anyone saw so, him. And really saw him do it. Yeah. You could see it on like breakdancing movies and stuff right, like right, that. Right. But, and like I was a kid and this is my biggest memory. I don't remember anything else about this show mm-hmm. um, except him doing uh, Billie Jean. Billie Jean it's and moonwalk. It's one iconic. of the most iconic Michael moments yes we're so, not going to watch that yeah, at all so iconic Again, we're not watching it's it. too big it, yeah. it's reserved for the michael jackson yes. episode the final episode of music ray gun yes so this um, is the this is the performance right before that iconic performance yes where he reunites with his brothers mm-hmm. for motown they hadn't been uh together oh boy since the late 70s and that was Jermaine awful. left, right? Jermaine, no. Here's what happened: is uh, the Jacksons left Motown. Uh-huh. So what happened was the Jacksons kind of became like late teens and in their early twenties, and they were like, "Motown's too controlling. We're out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to Epic." So they went to Epic Records, and Barry Gordy, who ran Motown, was mm-hmm. like, "Well, great, but I own the Jackson Five, so right. that's now, why they changed their name. So they the changed Jacksons. names." And Jermaine was dating Barry Gordy's daughter, mm-hmm. and he had his own solo career. So he's like, mm, "I'm going to stay on Motown." Oh, so okay. he stayed on Motown, and then Randy, who's the youngest Randy brother, filled in. Filled in. Right. So this, 
reunion special in early 1983 was the first time Jermaine rejoined the band. Yes. And Randy's there, so this is like the Jackson 6. This is the full Jackson 6. With, right. Yeah, with yeah. Tito and Jackie and Marlon and Jermaine and, and Randy and Michael. Yeah, and just to put it into specific temporal context, Thriller came out in like November 82. Mm-hmm. That sounds about right. This is March of 83. So yeah. Thriller is just becoming the hugest thing yes. in the world. Um, but this was all about Michael. I like this. This is a reunion, but well, the interesting thing about what we're about to watch is they do like this medley of a couple Jackson Five classics. Yes, but it's very like um, epic Michael Jackson style. Yes, it's very uh, Quincy Jones produced Michael yes. style, and every every other brother's kind of copying that style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very interesting to watch, actually. Uh, so we're just going to watch the first. We're not going to watch the whole thing. Because they, you know, they do a quick medley of some of the pop hits and they do like I'll Be There in yeah. entirety. And it's a long video. It's like seven minutes. We're just going to watch like two or three minutes. But if you go to musicraygun.com slash playlist, you can watch the whole thing and it is worth it. Yeah. It really is. It, it is. An, it is. It's a big moment. And the, I've, I've almost never seen a crowd go this way. The crowd loses. I mean, they lost their shit when it was Billy Jean. But here they're all on their feet. And Michael's got his whole like spangly single glove. Yeah. And, yeah. He's still he's he's thriller Michael Jackson yes. at his peak. And I mean But they're doing I Want You Back. Yes, which is a great song. Which is, was the number one song the day I was born. And everyone's just on their feet yeah. and just freaking out. And they sound great. Oh, and this is mm-hmm. one of the most electric live performances yeah. I've ever seen. It's great. It's great. I always loved what Tito was. Yeah. He's just like a play guitar. I don't really dress up. I'm good. Well, Marlon is an excellent dancer. I have a lot to say about Marlon. I feel like Marlon is like, why wasn't I the big one? I might be projecting, but he's really, he's a good performer and he can sing. Yeah. And I always feel like he was like, why am I not the big one? Because before Michael became a dance icon. Marlon was like the dancing Jackson. Yeah, he was great. Yeah. Yeah. And like Jackie was like the stud who all the yeah. girls were all the men. Jermaine, I mean, Jermaine was, you know, he could write and produce and he could do, uh, he played bass. Yeah. He's doing those little MJ ticks, but yes. it's the Jackson 5 song. Or yeah. Which is, it's, so it's a blend. Yeah. I'm also fascinated by Jermaine Jackson's bass because it's like that 80s like electro looking bass it's oh, like yeah. small and his it, it's purple and it matches his shoes <laughs> they all look amazing they look really cool Michael's doing yeah he just did that like yeah. spin move and, and now they're about to do this iconic move that they yeah. always do yeah the synchronized dancing yeah. they're amazing and here's and Randy they bring Randy, Randy Grand is like, I'm happy to be here. And then he jumps in line and they do this. Yeah. The nod thing. So in the cool. lead. Everyone loved doing that. So thing. cool. And again, that, Marlon, Marlon in the front with Michael going, hey, I'm, I'm in on this too. Yeah. yeah. Talk more about Marlon if you have more that you want to say because I'm very curious. I don't know too much about him, but I know he was, I mean, he was one of the older ones. Jackie was the oldest. Yeah. Uh, I might be wrong, but it's like Jackie and then I think. Jermaine second, I think. Jermaine second, then I think Tito, maybe Marlon. So yeah. they're, and uh, 
Marlon had his own single and it did okay. And, and, and uh, but it always felt like he was, they all used to pick on Michael. Yeah, because he was their kid brother. He was their kid brother, and they're just, you know, they're teens, so they just yeah. fucked like, a little time. Not to get too dark, but I know part of the Michael's issues that I've heard are, like, dealing with the fact that he go on tour with his brothers, and he's, like, 10 years old, and the older ones are, like, 17, 18, yeah. 19, and they're, like, getting laid and, like, bringing groupies back to the hotel, and it was, like, psychologically examining yeah. for Michael, because he's too young yeah, to deal with fucking tiny. the rock star lifestyle. And exactly. sort of forced into yeah yeah that you will get into too because there's this whole facade of like oh we're a family well we, everyone family knows man. there's a lot of darkness yes. to the jacks which gets to the their last song that we have for this show which is just yeah. so hypocritical but yeah i always marlon was really talented i just feel like every time he was performing like he had something to prove yeah like he was like you know what i can do this I'm, i can do it and <laughs> just middle can. child syndrome yeah it's like you can do it but you're you're not Michael, man. Yeah, but Michael was not a dancer in the Jackson Five. Like he was cute, and he he was the they all danced one. a they little. They all danced, but and he he developed faster as a, as a better dancer. Yeah, yeah. And when he went solo, he made a conscious effort to be like yeah. the total package entertainer. Yes, yeah. Like he like fucking trained like yeah. a, like a like a boxer almost when it came to dancing. Yeah, you were. I think it's Marlon. It just came naturally. So I, I, we had to watch that to kick things off. Yes, just to get the context of like, so this happened, yeah. Billie Jean happened, and then the floodgates opened. And this was like their reunion and they did their classic hits, but by like the Jackson 5 sort of over at this point. Correct. And Michael's becoming My very God. quickly the most famous person in the world. Yes, and Jermaine has a solo thing, mm-hmm. so there's really nothing going on with the Jacksons as a, as a band right now. Yeah. Um, so... We're going to go right to the Pepsi commercial. Yes. One of them. One of them. Not the one that. Not the one where his hair caught on fire. Which is horrific. The one with Carlton Banks. <laughs> yes. A very young Alfonso Ribeiro stars in this. Very movie. young. I think he starred in this because he was on Broadway with a, a musical called The Tap Dance Kid. Oh, is that what? Which is really big, and he's a fucking amazing tap dancer. Yeah, he's, I mean... He's a great dancer overall, it, but yeah. It, I don't think it surprised anyone when he won Dancing with the Stars a couple years ago. Like, he's still good. Like, if he didn't win Dancing with the Stars, I was going to burn shit down. Yeah. I mean, that's ridiculous <laughs> that he would not win that fucking show. Right. It was also sort of unfair to the other stars that he was on. <laughs> it really was. You know? It really it was, was a real like, ringer, but... Like, fuck, I got to deal with Alfonso now? I watched an interview that he did within the past couple years where he talked about making this commercial, mm-hmm. Couldn't find it on YouTube, so we don't have it. But one thing you talked about is when they were on set, he said, like, he was watching Michael, like, kind of rehearse the mm-hmm. dancing. And he was like, he wasn't that good. He's like, I remember, and he's like, I'm 12 years old and I'm looking at him. He's like, he's not that good. I can dance better than him. I'm going to show him <laughs> up. But, but then when they actually shot it, he's like, he was the best dancer I'd oh. ever seen. And what I didn't realize was, like, he was just kind of practicing and like perfecting the moves and just sort of repeating them in very small movements over and over again. And he was perfecting it on a level that I couldn't see. Yeah. He was marking it, but like to him, it was like, Oh, right. He's like, to my young eyes, I thought he was like hesitating or wasn't sure of himself, but no, he was making sure every single move of his hands and his feet was on point. Yeah. Like the precision of Michael Jackson is insane. Yeah. So, um, I also want to talk about this as a commercial. 
when this commercial came out, I was like, this is the greatest thing ever, even though I'm not a Pepsi fan it's, by nature. I do not like it. It's the greatest thing ever, and it's the worst thing ever. <laughs> it's true. It is true. I mean, the song is stupid. Also, it's, it's, it's Billie Jean, but this commercial features the Jacksons. They're all there. Yes, yes, because they, they made the deal for to sponsor the tour, the mm-hmm. Victory Tour. And we get to see them do some more of that synchronized, that signature move. Which is what they're known saw. for, yes. But you think you're about to hear Billie Jean, but not quite. Well, oh, well, we really see the gloved hand, yeah, you think and you it's, think it's Michael, but no, it's no. Alfonso Ribeiro wearing the beat it outfit and, and killing it. He's great. Yeah. And then, then all the rest of the Jacksons are like, "Hey, look at this kid dance like Michael." Yep. And there's a kid in the background holding a boombox because that's what you did in the '80s. Yeah, he's got an entourage. Yeah. Little Alfonso has an entourage of preteens. He executes the moonwalk flawlessly right into Michael Jackson. And then we're now losing it. Let me pause it for a moment here, because when we did our commercials episode, a lot of the narrative thrust of what we talked about was, what does it mean to sell out? Yeah. And why are some commercials more offensive to us than others? And last week, we looked at two more commercials. Mm -hmm. And one of them, the Genesis one, had... A commercial where they just used a Genesis song, mm-hmm. unchanged. Yes. The uh, Pontiac GTO commercial used a song that Paul Revere and the Raiders wrote for the product, for the commercial, an original song. Mm-hmm. This is an example of an original song where the lyrics have been changed to be about the product. Yes. And that's why it's the worst thing ever. Agree. That makes it, that makes it worse. If it were either of the other things, I would be far less upset about it if yeah. they just used Billie Jean or if Michael Jackson had written a song about Pepsi. Yeah. It's not my favorite thing in the world, but it would be way better than hearing Billie Jean reworded to be about you're, you're the, the Pepsi, Pepsi generation. It's very shoehorned. Yeah. And uh, yes, but just when, you know, when, when you're like 12 or 13 years old and you're like, oh my God, the Jacksons are in a Pepsi commercial. But that's why it's so insidious, Kurt. <laughs> it got into my brain, Paul. What can I say? Yeah. It didn't convert you, though. You didn't no, become a Pepsi let's, drinker. Let's be honest. Pepsi blows. Yeah, it's not good. I'm, 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 I don't drink soda anymore, but I was always a Coca-Cola fan. And if you do drink soda, listeners, buy your local supermarket's generic brand. Don't buy Pepsi or Coke. Don't even buy RC. <laughs> oh, my God. Where did that come from? Buy the Kroger shit. Because where did it come from? It comes. It came from us not being sponsored. <laughs> oh, okay. We keep saying Pepsi, Pepsi over and over again. Right. And I don't want it to. <laughs> Paul, that was great. Yeah, I, I also believe that. By, I know. I know you do. Yeah, by generic, it's just fucking same. Um, now that said, as a commercial, as a piece of filmed, I don't want to say art. Yeah. Piece of filmed uh, commerce with artistic elements. We'll call it that. <laughs> it's great. Yes. Because, again, peak Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah. Peak. And, and it is Billie Jean. I mean, it's undeniable. The bass line is pop, still there. Pop. So you're like, oh, I, I can still get into the bass line. And you're getting to see, like, all of the Jacksons yeah. participate in Billie Jean, which is unique. Yep. And then Alfonso Ribeiro has a lot of charisma. Yeah. He's great. They love that move. Oh. That's the thriller, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they're combining many various Michael it's Jackson. Billy Jean, he's wearing the Beat It outfit and he's doing the thriller dance. Yes. And then he's like, oh, bye, Jack. Jack. We're working on walk down this fake street now. Yeah. 
<laughs> like, keep your mouth open, Alfonso. Be amazed. Freeze frame. Every once in a while, you'll still hear Generation X referred to as the Pepsi generation, like, sarcastically. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, it has a put down. As a Gen Xer, fuck that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's great. But yeah. I think... In, that's going to be all the Michael we get for a little while this episode. Yes, and, and it's rightfully so. That's all. That's all this uh, episode needs to be about with Michael. Yeah. Uh, we're going to move on to the second biggest Jackson. Yeah, I have. A, okay, yeah. I mean, I got a it, lot about. I got a lot of my heart about Janet. I love Janet. I love Janet Jackson. I I may even personally enjoy Janet more than Michael. Paul. I'm right there with you. All right. <laughs> it's she We could do I mean we will do yeah. a Janet Jackson episode. Too. She has he has more iconic moments and songs, yeah. but I like more of her songs. That's true for me. Um we know how much you love Jimmy Jam and Terry yeah. Lewis and they still write all her they songs. They did like the majority of her stuff. Um I think for me it's partially because I'm 12 years younger than you. Yeah. And I was, a, I remember the eighties and to be sure, I told you one of my early, my first favorite band was Huey Lewis in the news. Yeah. But, um, the other album I remember playing as a young kid was thriller. So yeah. I remember Michael, Michael yeah. Jackson in the eighties, but they're foggy memories. Yeah. But I grew up in the 90s, and Janet was sort of bigger than, not, I don't know. In the 90s, she was bigger than Michael. He had Dangerous very early in the 90s. He had Dangerous in 92. And I remember Dangerous. Uh-huh. But Janet was more present throughout the 90s oh, yeah. when I was growing up. Yeah, I mean, she dropped, she had a bunch of albums before her big album, uh, Control, came out, which was produced by Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Yeah. Uh, which was like 86. Uh, 86 or 7 and then like 89 had Rhythm Nation mm-hmm. and that was huge yeah. and then through the 90s it was all just Janet right, Janet with the, Jan- the self-titled Janet yeah. album yeah. And even the Velvet Rope probably outsold Blood on the Dance floor. I love like, the Velvet Rope yeah I'm yeah. huge but yeah Janet is I love Janet but we are sticking to the 80s. Yes. So we're talking about early Janet here. Way, way early. You introduced this clip because you you contributed it to the episode and I don't know what it is. Yeah. In fact, I will say this before we continue for another second. Putting this episode together made me realize how little about the Jacksons I know. Oh, like, wow. I know Michael's hits. Yeah. I know the Jacksons, Jackson 5 hits. Yeah. I know Janet's hits and like some of her album tracks a little better. Yeah. I didn't. I never even heard of Rebby Jackson. I don't <laughs> think I Rebby. Rebby Jackson. Yeah. So. Yeah. So that's why I'm, I find it so. I'm going to learn a lot oh, as we go through this. So good. I, I introduce this clip. This is a song that she has called Beat Street, which is from an actual Janet Jackson album. Right. She had a couple albums. Pre Control. Pre Control. Bubblegum Pop. They mm-hmm. actually pretty much suck and they didn't really go anywhere <laughs> right that's what like control feels like it's her debut album yes exactly because yeah. she had two albums before it which are not good right beat street being one of them and um uh and she pursues it she started out as an actress because she was on different strokes as yeah. well as his girlfriend and then a little Wait, later she on, i know she was on good times was she also on different strokes? She, oh, that's her, she's on good times. yeah she's different strokes i didn't know she was on different yeah strokes. she played willis's girlfriend oh. and it was like oh my god she's so cute yeah um 
And then a little later, she went on to do Fame, the TV series. Right, which we've talked about on the show before. Yes. I have, like, no familiarity with Fame, but it was very important to you. It was very important to me, and I, I think it was on on Sundays. I don't remember most episodes from it, but I just yeah. know that I watched the fuck out of it. And I don't, yeah. but yet, it doesn't have a lasting impression. It didn't stick with you. It didn't stick, but, like, there's some... Uh, Fame actors who still work today, and yeah. I'm like, yeah, they're from Fame. There's a guy on Fear of the Walking Dead who's in, who's from Fame, who's from Fame, that's and awesome. I'm like, hey, that's the guy Jesse from uh, Fame. Yeah, um, I love when that happens, and you say it out loud, and no one with you gives a shit. <laughs> no, no. Well, I was like, I don't know why you just you're get you just get stared at. Like, shut up, nerd. <laughs> that's our live ball. <laughs> um, that's the show. <laughs> so this is so this, this is an album track, but on a, the show Fame, an album track that they used for a fantasy sequence so it's like a de facto music video it is de facto music video built into the show yeah uh and it's but it was this is this clip from the show okay so it doesn't have anything to do with the plot of the episode or anything it does actually it's she's thinking about being famous and moving to hollywood there's the hollywood so this is right where we are right now this is exactly where we are so yeah and i think you know fame took place in new york but the fame the series filmed in la right like every TV like every show. Yeah. <laughs> so this so this video and it's black and white and because it's kind of old timey. Yeah. Which is odd because it's not it's, black and white, Kirk. It's sepia tone. Sepia tone, yes. Much uh, uh, much more appropriate, like the beginning of Wizard of Oz. That's right. And I think that's maybe what they're going for. Yeah. Why is it going to turn into color? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so they're at Man's Chinese, and she's like, oh, "I'm going to be a star." She wasn't wrong. No, she was not wrong. I assume she has a star. I would assume she has she, a star. I mean, yeah, yeah. how could she yeah. have? Way, way yes. lesser stars have yeah. stars. So she's she's walking around uh, LA, doesn't want to go, boom, bumps into a woman. Now, this woman was a character on the show. Okay. She was a, she was a, played a student on the show. So now this is the video part where it's like, okay, now it's modern times. Yeah. Um, and this is and very video early. toaster effect. It looks like a Bev and Bob video. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> it really does. And it's a very early '80s song and sound. Mm-hmm. And it's not bad. It's just not. Yeah, full. If you it's not well said. Yeah. If you say if you compare this to her stuff in Control, mm-hmm. you're just like it's a huge difference. Yeah. And I think that's maturity, and I think it's Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Mm-hmm. And there's a friend again going, "Oh, she's got to learn somehow how to wait tables." It's tough to make it in this town. Yes. That guy. Pause for a second. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'll back it up. I'll back it up. Back it up a little bit. Okay. This dude. Handsome dude. Handsome dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to show up my geek nerd side again. He's handsome in that like way where it's like, if this is an old Hollywood mo- movie, he's the handsome villain. Yes. He is another guy on the Fame TV series mm-hmm. who plays a student in the show. Is, is his character an asshole? His character is kind of edgy. Okay. Yes. Like he's just, he's like, he's rated PG-13. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. His name is, his, the actor's name is Billy Huffney. Mm-hmm. And why do I know this? Because he's from Cleveland. Oh, okay. And I remember like, oh, a Cleveland guy does good. How did you know he would like... Because then... Were you aware... Did he do like local... Yes. Yeah, like he repertory did, theater or something? No, no, I'm sorry. He did local... Uh, he did a Commercials? 
No, he did a local uh, AM talk show, meaning like he guessed uh, it on it. Like, hey, okay. we have from fame Cleveland's own Billy Huffney. That's how you knew he was from Cleveland. And I saw after like, he'd already made it. After he already made it, and I was like, oh, that guy's from Cleveland. But you didn't see him on the Cleveland come up. <laughs> no. Okay. No. <laughs> the Cleveland come up. <laughs> yeah, he gives a little snarl. Yeah. She's like a bad man. She got an audition. Whoa. She's going to be in a movie. We're back to sepia town. Yeah, which makes no sense. And so... See, he turned out to be an okay guy because I guess he's a producer. Saw something in her. Yeah, like, it's supposed to be old-timey. The cars are old-timey and the people are dressed old-timey, but she's wearing, like, a modern college sweater. Yeah, and, like, a painter's cap. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not well thought out. It's low budget. (laughs) What do you mean? It's fame. The series, they had some money. Oh, some money, but it's still network TV in the 80s. Yeah, TV then wasn't what it is now. Exactly. So now there's uh, auditions, and that's Debbie Allen. Ah, from So You Think You Can Dance. From Fame. Uh, Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah, I knew she was. She was from Fame, the movie, and then she was in uh, Fame, the TV series. Uh, That guy weirdly looked like Todd Hall, even though I know it can't be. (laughs) No. (laughs) Nope. So now they're like, oh, she's good. She's got talent. That guy. He was on Fear the Walking Dead. Oh, the guy who was like nodding. Like, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yep. Her. <laughs> yeah. She's got it. He saw what he saw what Jana had before the. <laughs> That's right. Before before control, he's like, yeah, she's got it. So now they're filming a musical, and now it turns into color. It was like she, a Busby Berkeley. Except thing. look what she's but wearing. She's very modern. She's she's wearing a leather jacket and all. She, oh man, I love the hair. How great does this look for her? She looks great. Yeah, it's fantastic. I'm not gonna overdo it because I'm pretty sure she's still criminally underage at this point. No, I think she's 18. Okay. Okay, but the she, big belt, the big belt. Yeah, and like the, it's like this weird lacy red sort yeah. of Michael-esque yeah. but female version of it. It's jumpsuit. fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, and it's her owning herself. So, like shades of control, shades this, of what? Would yeah, come. this is maybe like two years. Before if this is 1984, then yeah, yeah, two years. Before. So two years before Control broke, and when Control broke, people were like, "What? Yeah. Huh?" Because she really was second tier. Right, right. Even like for a Jackson, she was second tier. She's, Jackson. She's the youngest Jackson, yeah. right? Yeah. See, see, it was just a fantasy. Yeah. Oh, now it's diegetic. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, that's another student. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a bad song. It's just not fully realized. No. Yet. It's not full. It's catchy gender. enough. Yeah, but now that we know what she became, you're just like, wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just she's she's getting there. Yeah, exactly. Um Here's a. Have we dealt with Solid Gold yet? You no, we did Dance Fever. We did Dance Fever. Solid Gold. And we've done show. Midnight Special, which is a different yes. sort of concert. Yes. Thing. Solid Gold. Is this the one? Is this also dancing? This was dancing and let's have stars lip sync their hits. So it's like a bandstand top of the pops format. No, it was kind or of like but Soul it was Train? even more bizarre. No, because there were no like groups of dancers. There was mm-hmm. the Solid Gold dancers who were very kind of Vegasy, oh. And they would dance to the Billboard's top 10 of the week. So like at number eight is Naked Eyes, always something there to remind me. And then mm-hmm. they'll dance a 30 second thing to it. Okay. And then they had hosts and the host was, I don't know, one was Andy Gibb early on. Oh. Andy Gibb hosted during his cocaine days. Andy Gibb, I accessed through him being on a couple episodes of Punky Brewster. Which was oh, like my favorite oh show my when I was a little boy. Andy Gibb was good, man. Yeah. He was good. So Gone he too hosted. Soon. Gone too soon. Yeah. 
Uh, and then uh, this woman named Marilyn McCoo, who I think sang with the Fifth Dimension. Okay. Uh, who, sang, who had that song, Beautiful Balloon, in like the 70s or 60s. Mm-hmm. She hosted. And they would just be like, hey, here's Robbie Dupree with Steal Away. He'd come in and he would lip sync it because there was no money for a band. Right. And so it was an hour-long show of just this weird combo of stuff. It sounds like it wasn't good. Was it good or not good? It wasn't good, but I watched it incessantly. Sure, because, because it was when the, you're a young music fan, it's what's on. It's what's on, yeah. and it, there was dancing in it. And I was like, "Oh, okay, I'm going to watch all of this." Yeah, yes. So, so, and it was it ran for years. I mean, this is I've certainly four. heard of it before. Yeah. I just, you know, I know it through osmosis through the Zeitgeist. Yeah, but I've never seen it. Yeah, um, but we're about to. I don't want to just use as small a word as see or watch. <laughs> I want to say we're about to experience. Wait, Latoya Jackson. Yes. Yes. This song... In many ways, like, the weirdest Jackson? The weirdest which Jackson. Which is quite an achievement. The kind of cast-aside Jackson for many reasons. Yeah. Because um, she didn't really have much talent. Mm-hmm. And uh, she wasn't... Uh, she wasn't on the pop She's like the fringe Jackson. She's the fringe Jackson. I don't want to, what's the word I'm looking for? Like trashy Jackson is way too strong. It is way too strong, but it's, it's there. Yeah. I mean, like she was infamous in 89 or 90 around then for doing playboy. and And then she'd had the psychic hotline. Yeah, she's sort of like a Kardashian type of figure where she's yes. like almost famous more for being famous than for yes. any artistic output. But she is a yes. Jackson. She's so. a Jackson, and this was when things were big, and they're yeah. like, yes, Latoya, you can have an album. We'll, right. we'll do it right now, thank you. Yeah. And this is her one song. She had a couple of albums, actually. Mm-hmm. This is the only song of hers that I know, and it's pretty bad. Uh, who's Howard Hewitt? Howard Hewitt is fucking great and I didn't know until I saw this video that it was Howard Hewitt I just thought it's a duet and I just thought they got some session guy so so the duet Heart Don't Lie like even the album track has both of them this isn't like a solid gold thing no this is actually he did it Howard Hewitt is the lead singer of Shalimar oh I know Shalimar yes with Jody Wally who is yeah I know Shalimar on a very basic level. Not well enough to have known Howard Hewitt is the lead singer. Shalimar is a fascinating study, which we will get into as I speak of this, because this <laughs> song is terrible and we'll have something to talk about. Okay. So this is Solid Gold, and you see the Solid Gold dancers in the background. Yep. This was the set. It never changed. It always looked like this. So the stage is a giant gold record. Yes. Okay. So just, it's got a island feel. This is this... <laughs> It certainly does. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And then the dancers are just there, and those were the regular dancers. And you'll see, it's like a Vegas show. It's got an island feel, but it's got an island feel in the sense of like a commercial for some fruit punch yes. or something. Okay. So the first line she sings is Five months we've been going steady. Yeah. He says, I know it's a long. It's basically, hey, are we going to bone? And it's very innocent, but she's like almost 30 when she wrote, when she did this song. Yeah, yeah. So the whole like five months of being going steady. It's got that teenage thing that's yeah. getting a little creepy. Yes. I will say this too. I mean, people have always shat on Latoya Jackson. I think she's great looking. She's known for that headband. That headband was yeah, everything. She's super cute. Yeah. I mean, Janet is everything. We both feel similarly yes. about Janet, but... I, you know, Latoya's the misfit. <laughs> She's, yeah. And I, I am misfits. a champion of misfits. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she was very third tier. Yeah. Um, but I'm... It must have been tough. Yes. To be Latoya. <laughs> yes. I true. mean, it must have been tough to be any of the Jacksons. Yes. But 
And my guess is they're like, hey, Latoya, we're doing this album. Yeah. Hey, Howard Hewitt, you want to make some fast money? You're a big star right now. And he's like, yeah, I'll sing with Latoya. It's fine. Yeah. I don't care. But this is her biggest hit. And I, this is the song that I know. This is the one. Okay. And I think it is because I saw a lot of the video. I couldn't have named you a Latoya song. <laughs> like, I vaguely knew that she had an album or yeah. two, but I couldn't have told you the name of one of I remember songs. the video, because vi- I didn't want to show the video, because I wanted to show some solid gold action. Yeah. Uh, the video is looks like it was made for a dollar. Howard Hewitt's not in it. It's a model lip-syncing for him, mm-hmm. and it takes place in a high school. Yeah, and she's, yeah, and that's weird for her. That's, and it's very weird. <laughs> it's very, very weird. Well, she's, is she older than Michael? I think she was born in 53 or something, if I did my research. Okay. Okay. Then, yeah, she so would, the, because he was yeah. born in 58. Yeah. So. so he's a little bit, he's a little bit younger. She, is she the oldest girl? No, Reeby is. Reeby's older? Yes. Okay. Yeah. The one I've never heard of. <laughs> I've never heard of. Whose song is better than this my song? memory. Um, so now the Sago dancers are in a circle and they're doing their choreography, which they're, they did with a lot of the stars. Yeah. This is, it seems like Solid Gold was the type of thing you had if you didn't have cable for MTV. Yes. And then, yes. like, once you had MTV, you didn't need this That's type of thing anymore. 100%. <laughs> so I would watch this on Sundays at, like, 6 o'clock because there's nothing else on. Right. There's no music TV yeah. to watch. And I would, I would watch this, and this was on. I was like, well, this is good. I mean... I'm 12. It, it does seem like the type of show that's a good way to end the weekend. <laughs> like that's a good, you know what I mean? Like it's a nice. Yes, it is it's a good like, capper on yep, the weekend yep. when you're too young to go out. And it's Sunday out. anyway. It's like if I was, you know, it's in Cleveland in February and yeah. it's like 40 degrees out. But it's solid gold, so it's sort of a low key party yep. that you have at home. Yep. It was all made for a dollar, and, and and like they must have done like I bet you they did like four episodes a day. Yeah. They just cranked <laughs> yeah, them yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and here's what I'll say about that song. Again, very light, but that was really cute. It, it was, was cute. really cute. The performance was. When I think of Latoya, I think like raunchiness. So, oh, because you know what? Because she got raunchy shortly after. After this, this. yes, this was really um, cute. Yes, yeah, yeah. I think that's probably what they were selling her as. And maybe a year or two after this, she got a little raunchy. Yeah, that's that's how I've always understood Latoya. Is yes. that raunchy version? Yeah, this is like fam- very family friendly. Yes, and like almost for like kids. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like a kiddie. It's song. real bubblegummy. Yeah, but I love that kind of shit. So oh, good. That was cute. I mean, I, I might even listen to that in the car. I hope you do. I'm gonna put "Heart Don't Lie" on a playlist. <laughs> I hope you do. Yeah. Oh, that would make be great. no mistake. I driving alone in my car <laughs> will. Have a playlist that goes from Gigi Allen <laughs> straight to Heart Don't Lie. I'm going to sequence it that way. I I'm going to sequence Bite It You Scum followed by Heart Don't Lie. It's great, but that fits. Yeah, that's, it's a, it's that's a, my aesthetic. It's a good one. That is your aesthetic. Yeah. It has that is spot on Paul. Yeah. <laughs> so you said Reeby's song is better. Let's get to it. Reeby Again, Jackson. This is all 1984. Yes. This is really random. Like, she can, and this song actually might have been a bigger hit than Heart Don't Lie. Yeah. Reba Jackson, like, oh, she's the older female Jackson. We're going to have her have a song called Centipede. Mm-hmm. And it played. It was on, uh, like, Friday Night Videos. It was on uh, BET a lot. It might, mm-hmm. I don't think it was on MTV. Um, but it's it's a random song and a random video from a random Jack. Because this is the only thing she did. You sent me more videos than we needed. Yes. And this is one of the ones you cut. And I put it right the fuck back in. Because I watched it. <laughs> and I loved it. And Good. I wanted it. I'm so glad. Because I was like, I was just 
like vomiting jacks yeah. and stuff in an email. <laughs> and I was like, here you go, Paul. Yeah. Do what you will with it. Uh, so I, I don't know what made me, because I didn't watch all of them. I didn't watch Heart Don't Lie before tonight. Okay. But I did watch this one, and I was like, this has to be reckoned. I like this song. Yeah. It's a, it's a ridiculous video. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the museum's most treasured masterpiece, <laughs> Centipede. A portrait of a woman with true romance. So this museum tour guide character is giving her tour group a big look at a painting of, I assume that's supposed to be a rendering of Reby Jackson. That's Reby Jackson, yeah. Uh, that they paid not a super well-known <laughs> artist to paint. They got this one on the budget. Yep. Uh, but it's a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece, yeah, yep. yeah. Tonight, she will come back to show That's Reedy right there. Oh. And then she's, she's gonna, gorgeous. Yeah, she's wonderful. And then she's going to turn into the painting because yeah. of magic. I love this hook. I love this, this I hook. mean, this is great. This already reminds me. Do you know who wrote or produced this? No. Okay, because it sounds like... Not like Prince, but like that beginning hook reminded good. me of Vanity. Yes, yes. This is a very much a Vanity song. Yeah. And uh, I just also love through this whole video, she does that hand gestures through all of it. She's shooting lightning bolts out yes. of her hand like a LARPer. But he, <laughs> and she has a tiger following her. Which is cool. Yeah. And also, like, you know they did that because they wanted to remind people about Thriller. Yes. Because of the album cover yes. where Michael has, yes. has a tiger. And he's in the video for Billie Jean. Right, right, yeah. right. And I don't get why a centipede is hot. And I don't get why this song is centipede. Like a yeah, centipede. there's nothing sexy about a centipede. No. I mean, it, it, there, I don't think there's any sexy bug or insect. No. And it's like, I don't know who wrote this or produced, but I'm sure it just pops in their head as the musical scansion of centipede. And like, yeah, you know, <laughs> let's do it. I guess there's something slinky about a centipede yeah. that's sort of... I guess. Like a snake, but... But this is the prime example of like, no, there wasn't like, oh, hey, Ruby Jackson's got a song on it. It was like, who's Ruby Jackson? She's a Jackson. Yeah. Oh, she's just one of those like, okay, she can sing and dance. All right, let's put her she in. She never did anything musical before this? I movie? don't think so. She might have like, like performed live with the brothers, yeah. like, and like, hey, we're going to bring out our sisters in concert. Um, but uh, as an album, I don't believe so at all. This was like her one big hit. And is Michael doing any of these background vocals for her or something? That is a great question. I almost want to say yes, but I'm not. It, sure. it seems like it's likely. Yes. We'll put that in the clarification yes. the next episode. Well, we should. Um, I fucking love this. It's a record. great song. This is a good, yeah. yeah. It's a great song, but it also just is one of those random, forgotten. There's not much happening in the video. She's sort of frolicking around this like mansion, and there's a couple dozen guys in tuxedos who are yes. just sort of there. And then there's a tiger and a snake, and then a centipede. And the shots of the centipede are almost more like a '90s grunge video. It is. It's like it's like from Tool. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't really fit. They don't really need to have a centipede in a song that's called Centipede. Yeah. You don't really need it. I mean, she's really good looking. It's yeah. surprising to me they didn't put her or try to put her more front and Yeah, I'm also wondering if she was like... I'm, I'm good. Yeah, she's like, like uh, Amy Osborne. Yeah. Like, just yeah. the one who's like, I don't want anything to do with any of this. Yeah. I'd rather just not exist in the public eye yeah. at all. I'm out. I think she's like, I have my moment. This yeah. is fine. I'm out. She's got this, I don't know what you call this weird sort of 
crown headband thing. Yeah, I don't know if that's makeup or anything, but I don't know if, yeah, is it yeah. face paint or? And it's interesting because like, it's, is it like she's a superhero or a witch? Or? I think she's a goddess. Okay. I think she's a goddess, and they painted the goddess, and she's the like, goddess of sex. I don't know. It's not that sexy. It's not. It's a goddess of love. Goddess of centipedes. Goddess of fire. It's the of centipedes and lightning. <laughs> you know, but, but tigers too. Tigers. Yeah. And they're like sort of now they're finally dancing with her. Yes. Now I will go on record as much as I love Janet. Yes. She can sing more than Janet. She's got a better voice than Janet. Yeah. It must have just been that she didn't want to be part yeah. of this. Yeah. Because I find her very compelling. Yeah. This. She has a talent and, like, as being attractive. It also been one of those, because she was one of the older Jacksons. Yeah, I mean, there's even a little bit of Grace Jones to her. I can see that. Yep. Yep, she's got that look. And, just, and, and, and the way she's acting and, like, yeah. performing in the video, too, is, is kind of weird. And it's kind of artistic. Yeah. Yeah. See, now the goddess is gone from the picture. Oh, she's became... like the reverse The Shining. <laughs> Yes. Now she's it's, not in the paint. Because she absorbed the magic from yep. the... Ooh. Paul, you understand this video better than anyone else well, right now. I, okay, that may be true, but I certainly don't understand it 100%. Because <laughs> no. it, it's, it's, it is that early music videos thing where they kind of haven't figured out music videos. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, okay, just throw this just in. Just put things, just yeah. visual things. <laughs> just make things. Make things. Yeah. Uh... That was great. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I'm so glad you introduced me to. I'm so glad that you were like, no, we're putting this back in. Yeah, and now I get to do the music, like the real deep cut music snob thing, where if anybody <laughs> asks me who's your favorite Jackson, yeah, I'll be like Reby. Yeah. Oh, you don't you're, know Cindy? Oh, you didn't realize that Reby's actually the most talented Jackson. Oh, sorry, you're not a fan. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. All right, uh, this uh, next one you. You yeah. underlined for me how weird it is. Oh, yes, how awkward it is. How awkward it is. I didn't watch it yet. Mm-hmm. I know who P. Isadora is. Okay, good. Uh, again, like on a surface level, I do. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I know Jermaine is one of the Jackson yes. 5. This is not the music video for their song, When the Rain Begins to Fall. It's a TV performance. And I'm not sure. Yeah, and they lip sync. I'm not sure what this is from. I if I'm correct, I thought it was from like a European award show. Okay. Because Pia Zadora, even though I think, <clears throat> excuse me, I, she's from, I think she's from Jersey. Mm-hmm. She she became a successful European singer, kind of like Hasselhoff. Because mm-hmm. she's actually a B-movie actress. Right. Well, yeah. I'm vaguely aware of who she is. And she was like the it girl for a hot second. Like she was an it girl because the Golden Gullies used to have like new faces of the year and she won that. Yeah. But then she got two raspberries in a row for the same performance. <laughs> and she's like a terrible actress and she did like women in prison movies. Yeah. And shit like that. She Her big thing is when she's really young, she did that cult classic Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Oh, oh the one they do on Mystery Science yeah. Theater? Okay. Yeah. So she was in that as like a kid. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then she married like a millionaire and mm-hmm. one of those things. And this song, When the Rain Begins to Fall, it's a Pia Zadora song. It's not a Jermaine Jackson song. But he's there. He's on it. He's the Howard Hewitt of it. <laughs> he's the Howard Hewitt of it. Yeah. And it's a bad song and it's weird and let's just is this 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 performance of it though is this something you've known about for a while or something you found recently and you knew the song before but you know. I knew the song before and okay. I and I knew the video before and the video is long and the video is 
like a Mad Max video. Okay. It's one of those things where like, oh, there's bikers and Jermaine's a biker gang and she's a biker gang. It's an 80s they're in, video. Yeah, but they're in the desert. But this isn't like you saw this on TV 33 years no. ago and have thought about it ever since. No, okay. I, I've thought about the song because yeah. it's so bad. And, it's, the, and the performance, it matches this, it in awkwardness. Yes, like this is really awkward. Look how Jermaine is dancing. He knows how to dance. Yeah, like this sounds like a joke song you'd hear in, yes. in some parody of the 80s. Yeah, I mean, look what he's, I mean, like, he has rhythm, yeah. but not here. I mean, it's, it, oh, it's, oh. Yeah, it, it, like, like, it's a badly written song. Yeah, like it's. And she can't dance. This is just everybody was doing too much coke. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's really... It's sort of peak 1984. Yeah. It, and, I, and she has a fine voice. Like, she can sing, but this is just... She's like... She looks like uh, 80s Selena Gomez. Yeah. Like, she's got that sort of, like, baby face yes. on an adult body. I... I think this was spoofed somewhere. Not this bit, not this clip, but this song. It was like used somewhere. Yeah. I can't remember where. It's the type of thing where if this were the comedy sketch, you'd be like, that's too on the nose. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> like you'd be like, yeah, it's a little hacky, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I also find like, it Yeah, we get it. The 80s were weird. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and it's odd to me, too, because I'm always like, why is Jermaine doing this? This is 84. Yeah. He has hits. He's doing fine. Yeah. So I'm like, where is the, hey, you want to do a duet with Pia Zadora? Well, is this, this is after she won her Golden Globes or whatever? No, she won her Golden Globes year, like, that was in the 70s? Yeah, late 70s. Okay, so okay. early 80s. So she's already, like, semi-washed up? Yeah. Yeah. She, in America. In, yeah. In the States, I mean, in, in Europe, I guess she did a little better. Mm. Um but like he, I don't know, maybe he just owes someone a favor. Yeah, I maybe he had a big chunk of cash because she married a rich guy. Yeah, but it is odd to me. Like he was still like recording around this time. He had a couple of hits. One of them was called Dynamite. That's a good song. He's got a great song from 1980 called Let's Get Serious. Yeah, which is uh, Stevie Wonder's on, and that is an amazing like 1980 post disco song. It's a, like it's one of those songs you're like, wow, Jermaine's gonna be pretty fucking big. Well, the thing is. In terms of context, I don't know where my ignorance of Jermaine's career ends and you're maybe overestimating how good he is. Because, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like you remember him yes. and you like him. I don't remember him as a solo act at all. He, Let's Get Serious, is considered uh, a big jam. Yeah. Uh, that's, and that was a huge hit. Because you're saying like... Why does he have to do this? But was he really still that big in 1984? Yeah, 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 he was still recording. He still had like not number one. I don't think he ever had a number one hit, but he was having like top twenty hits. At least. Yeah, okay, top so twenty R&B hits. He's certainly not a has been. He's not a has been at this time either. But I mean, none of the Jacksons were ever really has been. No, they're doing fine. Yeah, they yeah. just kind of got older and weren't pop idols anymore. But yeah, I mean, as he got older. He became much older. He he ran Motown for a bit. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's like one of those guys who's like business minded and musical. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm like. He's, he's like the Jackson you hear from. Yes. About the Jackson. He's the spokesperson. Like, he's the spokesperson yes. for the family. Exactly. Yeah. I think he's like I run the Jackson dynasty. Yeah. Yes. I, that's the sense I get now. Yes. 2017 after yes. the past couple decades. Yeah. Um, not like you ever hear from Jackie. No, no, you don't hear from Marlon either. So. Uh, um, but yeah, this song, like when this song first came out, I was just like, 
What? Woof. Yeah, it's a big. This is a, this is a definite. Like I'm changing the fucking channel because it's just like you know how sometimes you'll get halfway through a pop song before you realize you hate it, and you're just like, what the fuck is this? Click. Yeah, you're like, why am I still listening to this? Yeah, like that was this. That, yeah, yeah. And where you just be like watching the video. Because it's a video, and you're like, I hate this song. Why, am I, why the fuck am I still watching? I don't need to see motorcycles in the desert with yeah. Pia Zadora and Jermaine Jackson. But yeah, that I think that, and I think it's also known as a just one of the bad songs of the eighties. Yeah, it's just shit. I've never heard it before, yeah. but that makes a lot of sense <laughs> yes. based on my first experience with it. It's all you need, Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but speaking of. The Jacksons as a unit. Yes. This is a The Jacksons music video. Yes. Can you give some context to whatever album they released in the wake of Thriller? Yes. As The Jacksons. This is from uh, Victory. Okay. Uh, and Victory was their big comeback album. So was it was it actually a big comeback or was it only meant to be a comeback? What do you mean? I mean, I'm not familiar with it. So, it, so I oh, don't know the, anything oh, about its existence. It was meant you, to be. Yes, I see what okay, you're saying. But it was, was it actually a big comeback? Nah, no. It's hard to say because this was for their victory tour. This was the thing where Thriller breaks big. Yeah. Michael is huge. And I might be speaking out of line, but I, having read, like, I read the biography of Michael Jackson. And it was one of those things where Joe Jackson's like, okay, we're putting the band back together and we're going to go on tour and we're recording an album. Yeah. And I guess Michael's like, really? That's the, th- that's the thing about a family band is yeah. like, there's an extra layer of obligation. Yes. So apparently Michael's like, like at, at th- it's at the point where anytime Michael is with the Jacksons, it's like, this is a favor. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It was a favor. So he's like, ah, oh, fuck. Okay. But it is his family. And, yes. and it, it's like, even if it wasn't his family, it's the band that got him started. Yes. Plus it's his Plus family. it's his family. So he kind of has to do it's it. It's hard to say no. Right. It's hard to say no. So they but you do, always get the impression that like he wouldn't be doing this. No. No. <laughs> After Because it's not a great album. Yeah. He's not even on every song. Yeah. Um, so Torture was the big song that came out of it. Uh, it's not a great song. <laughs> they also had... Um, they don't have a video for this, but there's a song which is awful called State of Shock, mm-hmm. which is a duet of just Michael and Mick Jagger. It's exactly just even just like imagining what that could be. It's horrid. (laughs) It's great taste. The taste weird together. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it was great. Yeah, so it's really bad. Uh, They had one good song, RV song that did all right called Body, which I did put on, but I was like, "Eh, it's just a video, and I just like the song. That one did well. Michael's not even on that one. That's just the rest of the Jacksons. So it was really this hodgepodge of an album that Michael's barely on. Mm. They're going to go on tour. Pepsi's going to sponsor it. Money, money, money. And this was the big Jackson video that like MTV's like, okay, we're torture's coming up in two days, guys. Mm. We're going to play it. Oh, like super, super hyped on yeah. MTV. Yeah, and they played the fuck out of this yeah. thing. And it's not a good song. It's a, is the video good? The video is fascinating. It's like yeah. it's like a weird '80s torture video. I mean, I, I'm about to form an opinion. Yes, but I, like also just kind of in defense of Michael, I don't want to make it seem like as soon as he becomes the biggest thing in the world, he just doesn't have time for his family and he's big timing them. Like the whole his whole solo career is built on the idea that being the youngest Jackson, the Jackson Five, was sort of traumatic for him. And he worked his ass off to break away from it yes. and become like and become the biggest thing in the world that he planned out and met his goal to be a successful solo artist. And now it's like 
his grasping brothers are like, help us now, Michael. Now that you achieved your own thing. Yeah. Like they won't let him go. Yeah. And I think Joe Jackson was a big part of that too, of like, yeah. okay, you're coming back to the fold. Yeah. Help everyone out. And he's know. he's like escaped the thing that was damaging for him. Yeah. But he's Michael Corleone and they keep pulling <laughs> they him keep back pulling in. They keep pulling back in. Yeah. So it's not like he's just being an asshole. And I don't – it never really felt that like to me. Yeah. It always felt like he's like, ah. Uh, Okay. Yeah. I, I, I get that you're riding my coattails. I get it. <laughs> right. But I'll do it. Yeah. You know. And he's not even in this video except to the very end and it's not even him. <laughs> what do they have a look alike? You'll see. This is a very long video. Now who's is that That's Jackie. Oh, okay. Explain Jackie Jackson. Jackie's the oldest Jackson. He had an album. It didn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. He was the oldest in the Jackson Five. Right. And I, if I'm not mistaken, he was the guy that, like, he got all the groupies. Because he was really confident and really good looking, and he was the oldest. Yeah. And, like, when at, when they started and Michael Jackson was 10, he was 18. Yeah, probably. He's yeah. the only adult, yeah. technically, yeah. in the band from the yeah. beginning. Yeah. Um, but, like, what kind of, what solo stuff did he do? It didn't, it did, it's, it's straight up R&B, kind of like. In, 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 at this time in 1984? No, I'd or? say probably late 80s, maybe, like, a couple years after this. This is like high production value. This is a lot of money into this, and but I, not. Yeah, it's it's that thing where it's just money, but it's not used. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But this is, a, I mean, this is like let's make our thriller. It feels like this is this is our thriller, guys. Michael had his. This I is guess. us. Yeah. But it, there does seem to be a lot of weird for the sake of weird, or it's like yes, it's a science fiction. Also, uh, Jackie looks just like Easy. <laughs> he looks exactly yeah. like Easy. Also, Jermaine is not a part of this. Oh, because after the reunion, did he was he still he's still separate Motown. from the band. He's still Motown, yeah, yeah. So he is not. So is Randy in the band? Randy's in okay. this. Yes. And so Randy's in this. So it was really Jackie and uh, and Marlon who were like leading this. Yeah. And so yeah, this is this now this video gets see it's gross. They're touching eyeballs. Ugh, yeah. Amazing. And then look yeah, at it. Yeah, but it's like it's not it's like double dare. Yes, it's but just, then his hand becomes an eye. Ooh. Yeah, it's like double dare, yeah. Like it's again, it's high budget but high TV budget. Yes. It's not like what videos would become where it's just like cinematic quality. No. No. It's still like a cheesy sci-fi TV show. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, you know who the coolest one in the video is? Marlon? Are you gonna say Tito? Tito. (laughs) Tito, again, Tito's the guy who's like, I always feel like he's like he's the least sexy Jackson. Yes, he is. And he's also like But he's kind of the coolest. He's also because he legit can play guitar. Yeah. And he's also like, I always feel he's like, I'm good. Are we gonna do this thing? Yeah, okay, I guess I'm doing this thing now. And at this point he kind of looks like a retired baseball player. (laughs) Like he's Yeah, he's just doing his thing. Yeah. Um He's the he's the regular looking guy. Yes. Which is not to say he's like a bad looking guy. He's just regular. All the others are just beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So then there's like more dancing. Tito's also maybe along the same lines the least pretentious Jackson. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes. And it's almost like his aspirations are smaller. Yeah. And he's I'm the guitar player. Yeah. He's always holding that guitar. Yeah. Yes. I don't think there was ever a Tito album. Oh no! No, I okay, don't. That would have been so. my next question. I, I'm almost positive. Is he is he literally the only Jackson to not have a solo album? 
Possibly. Does Randy have any? Solo I think albums? Randy might have one. Okay. It might not have gone anywhere. Yeah. Jackie did have one. Marlon yeah. had one. Janet, yeah. Janet. Yeah. Tito's like, that's not my role. Tito's like, that's not what I do. I'm a guitar player. Yeah, it's fine, man. Yeah, I mean, this is just like, again, random weirdness. Yeah, if I have, I mean, if the narrative thread of Reby's video was hard to follow, this one's fucking impossible. Yes, yes. I guess it's centered around torture. Yeah, it's sort of like the, um, uh, you know in Beaches when she does that avant-garde off-Broadway play? <laughs> oh, you just referenced Beaches. Dude, I can yes. reference Beaches all day and night. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's, it's like that. Yeah, it's like, yeah. It's like there's no context that makes it make sense because in the, in the play within the movie, you're just seeing that one scene. Yes. And so there's like, I don't know what this, you're like, it's, a, it's not a real play. Yeah. It's like just one scene from a made-up avant-garde play. Yes, there's it, no it, context. It means nothing. That's how this video yes. plays. And see, now he's being tortured because he's in a uh, spider web. Sure. And there's there's spiders there. He's getting the woman with the whip. But it's like, you know when you see a music video that's from a soundtrack to a movie and it intercuts clips from the movie? But then the video portion is like sort of similar sets or about it. This is like it's supposed to be from a movie that doesn't exist. Ooh, it's like the Harryhausen stop-motion skeletons. It's yes. Jason and the Argonauts. And they're doing the dance sequence that the Jacksons are known for. Right, right, right. Yeah. But it's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just ridiculous. Like, see, it's a lot like the video for The Warrior by Patti Smythe. Oh, I fucking love that song. Yeah. To death. But yeah, it is like that. Where things are just random and... It's a dream about torture and and the skeletons are gonna break dance. Again, the song's not bad, but I hate this song. If, oh really? Yeah, I think it's dumb. You I, think it's torture? As a kid I used to sing this song is torture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I was funny. real, real A to A humor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was fourteen. Cut <laughs> me some slack. I just made the same joke. Yeah. Um, but like if this was supposed to be their big comeback album and their okay. huge hyped video. Yeah, this was not it. Not it. Yes. Okay, we're coming very close to the Michael Jackson moment. Okay. Yeah. He hasn't been in the video yet. That little, that bit almost kind of predicted Remember the Time. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love that song. It's a great video, too. So, yeah, so this goddess is now in love with the skeletons. Moonwalk. Okay, ready? Pause. That's Michael, but it's not Michael. It's It's a wax figure. Come on. That is a wax figure of Michael because he had already hurt himself on the Pepsi commercial when he burned himself. So he couldn't do this. Oh, he couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He couldn't do it. That's the story. Yeah. I thought it was going to be kind of that thing where you have like the superimposed Michael in the background. It's like he shot on a separate day and he wouldn't even be there. That would be really harsh. They just have like like a profile of him yeah. sort of floating in the background singing his part or whatever. Yeah. But I don't know if he was supposed to be in this video or if there was a video set, but for this video, he was hurt, so he couldn't do it. So they're like, well, let's make a wax figure, put him up like that at the end, and yeah. there's Michael yeah. Jackson. Um, yeah, that I was going to be like, oh, he did big time. He couldn't even show up for a minute, oh, but no, this was... No, it was legit. That burn was for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but we'll, we'll talk about that on the last episode of our podcast. Yes. For now, we'll move on to one of the few clips that I yes. guess. I will provide some context for yeah, this. You're seeing the title of this. It just says Magic Johnson, NBA and Superstar. As an NBA fan, I'm very excited. Right, but what the fuck does this have to do with I the don't Jacksons? Know. 
I had a VHS tape when I was a kid called NBA Superstars. Mm-hmm. And it featured superstars like Magic Johnson and Larry Bird and Michael Jordan and um, Charles Barkley. It's from 1990. Okay, yeah. It's the... All the NBA stars that I've heard of, because I was a kid then, yep. and who in my mind are still like current NBA stars. <laughs> they Basically, are, like they would, everyone who would be on the 92 Dream Team. No, that's fine. We're the greatest teams ever, so that makes sense. And what the video was, was uh, highlight clips of them cut to pop music. So they were like music videos made out of clips of... Their, their games. Their highlight clips. I can't fucking wait to see this. So this is a Magic Johnson highlight reel set to Control by Janet Jackson. Oh my God, Paul, I love you. Yeah. I mean, you're putting two things together that I love. I know that you're a big basketball yeah. guy. I'm totally not, but uh, I watched the shit out of this cassette. That's so funny. I wore it out when I was a kid. That's so – and yet you don't care about basketball. Well, it's highlight clips, so it is cool. It when is cool. It's all like slam dunks and cool yeah. alley But it never shit. like registered like, hey, maybe I like basketball now. Yeah, plus also as a nine-year-old, you still kind of like like all the things you're supposed to like. So yeah. I tried to okay. like basketball, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I knew who all these guys – I knew who Magic Johnson yeah. was. Um and it's just a cool... Oh, this is exciting. Yeah. This is a cool... And Magic Johnson was always my favorite. <laughs> Magic's the greatest. Yeah. Top five. Top and, five it's, and it's Janet, so... This song is so good. But, like, the Larry Bird sequence was set to Small Town by uh, oh, John Mellencamp. Oh, that's so and, funny. Yeah. Oh, they I so think they, they used they... Warrior by uh, Patti Smythe and Scandal for Charles Barkley. Yeah. It's all very on the nose. Michael Jordan was Take My Breath Away by Berlin. So there's a lot of slow motion shots. Yeah, yeah, all the dunk. Yeah, the dunk from the free throw. It's it's great too because I know all these basketball moments. The song is great. Yeah. Oh my God. So, I mean, for the, for anyone listening to the podcast, they're just hearing control. This is definitely like, – you have to check this out on musicbreakon.com. Yes. It's great. If you're a basketball fan, you'd be like, this is great because I'm seeing all these Magic Johnson moves. And they're timing like all the shots so that the ball goes into the net with that Yeah, clip. Yeah, they're hit, they, they edited it quite well. Oh, it's great. Oh my god, they did the finger thing. Yeah, just, oh, yeah. That's really smart. Whoever got to edit this video must have had so much fun. Yes. Like a video editor making this. And I'm also like, it also feels like the editor's like, I love this song. Yes. I know what to do with this. And it is uh, it is fitting because Magic Johnson controlled the team. Yes, the, the songs they picked were like always like chosen as a theme for okay. who they were for. That makes sense. Um... And to this day, whenever I hear the song Control, I think of Magic Johnson. Oh my god. That's a, have you ever seen the video for Control? The actual video? Yes. But but this is what I think. Okay. This, to me, this is the video for Control. Oh my god, that's so... We have so different thoughts of that, because yeah. to me, it's that video, because I always am... Uh, 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 Jerome is in yeah. the video. Okay. Jerome from the time yeah. is in the, vid- the original video. And I'm always like, oh, that's so cool that he's in the video. <laughs> no, I, I watched, I've seen the video for Control maybe a couple of times in my life. I watched this dozens, if not hundreds of times. amazing. That is Like any amazing. Saturday afternoon, I would just pop that tape in with a VCR and watch this. That's so cool. You're like, Paul's got Because again, I wasn't a sports guy, but this is how I could access sports. Yeah. Is by turning it into music videos. It's a good way to access it, but I also just love you're like, I got nothing to do. Yeah. Let me just throw this in. 
that's great. And YouTube is perfect for putting these old oh, yeah. back on, you know. Yeah. You can watch this for days. Yeah. There's the infamous baby hook that won in the series. Yeah. Oh, they timed that so well. Yeah, isn't that a cool? Wow. Hopefully, oh, we'll have occasion to do to look at more of those. Oh for a yeah. Future episode. I would look at more. That's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that was that's my that was my entree to Janet oh, Jackson too. Yeah. Was it really? Yeah. I mean, again, like I kind of knew who she was vaguely at the time. Yeah. Because she was already a superstar yeah, with that makes Nation and all that six, in yeah. 90. But it's pre the Janet album, and I'm still only eight, yeah. nine years old or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I'm not that aware of pop culture. Yeah. Yet. And but I had the NBA Superstars video. So you know so there you, is there is an NBA Superstars 2, but I didn't have that. Are you mad? But there's a no, I just I didn't find out about it until oh, I was an okay. adult. Oh, okay. But there was a second volume. Did you know was your first being cognizant of Janet, uh, the Janet album from 90. No, but that was the first time where I was like old enough to be like more of a music appreciator. Okay. And it's, it's the first one where I remember like the album coming out and the new songs being new singles on the radio. Okay. Whereas so, earlier I was like vaguely aware of rhythm nation. I was going to say, you probably- in the, like, because I, I was in maybe second grade and like girls in my class would be singing, God, so funny. you know, like yeah. uh, songs from it. And mm-hmm. but I wasn't aware of it as a pop culture thing that was okay. happening. Yeah. It just kind of always exists. Yeah. In, just my, in my head, you know. Um, but yeah, Janet was the first one where I remember like, here's the new Janet Jackson album. And also it was like. She was retooled as a sexier. Yeah, yeah. Was, she yeah. definitely retooled herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I was just like prepubescent at that point. So yeah. you know, not gonna lie, that has a lot to do with why Janet's my favorite. Oh no, I mean, yeah. Like when she came out, you know, uh, I was when Control came out, I was sixteen, and then by the time Rhythm Nation, I was like eighteen. Yeah. And of course, I was like, oh, she's gonna be my girlfriend. Yeah. I'm gonna, I was like, I'm gonna be famous. Right. I'm gonna meet Janet Jackson. But even though Control's thing is like, I'm my own woman now, she's still like kind of cute. Yeah. And Rhythm Nation takes it a step further where she's like more of a badass. But Janet was like, oh, Oh, she's a real woman. Yeah, don't fuck with her now. Yeah. Yeah. And when did that come out? Like 94? 93. 93? So I was probably 10 when it came out. Yeah, that's right. Because I was like 22, 23. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Um, But uh, that's also for another episode. Yes. Uh, we're going to watch a Marlon Jackson solo Marlon's going to get his due. On Soul Train. On Soul Train, because I like bringing in the Soul Train. Because when I think of Soul Train, it's such a 70s thing to me, although I know it lasted well into the 90s. Yes. Um, so this is, I think we're still in, no, we're out of 94. This is 86 or 87. Yes. Yeah. Because Control is 86. Yes. I put them in chronological order. Yes, this is 87. So this is after the Victory Tour is done, which is probably around for like a year or so. And then they're like, okay, now it's Marlon's turn. Can, what what song is this, and is there any more context we need? There is Don't Go. It's called mm-hmm. Don't Go. It was this one medium hit. Okay. Uh, I didn't put the video on it because the video shows his good dancing, but he dances well here. Yeah. The only thing I remember from the video is there's scenes of him because he's like in an alley with like overhead lights swinging, and he jumps up and kicks the lights. Ooh. They break. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. And then later on in the video for Black or White, Michael would smash a whole car and be <laughs> like, right. that's how you break yeah. shit. Marlon, fucking what are you doing, dude? Yeah. 
Oh, that's so funny. First, you had to steal the fact that he's the Jackson who dances. Yeah. Then you had to steal the fact that he's the Jackson who breaks things. <laughs> Why can't you let Marlon have something, Just Michael? Let Marlon be Marlon, man. Maybe Marlon was the one that like Michael had the most beef. I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, I'm, I'm sure he's making up an entire. We're making up a narrative. Yeah. I'm sure he was closer to some than others. I. They always say she was. He was very close to Janet. That makes um, sense. He's closer in age. Yeah. So if I, you, when you're 10 years old, if you have a brother who's 18, it might as well be an be, uncle. Yeah. Like you can't relate to yeah. your 18 He's just going to boss you around. And yeah. yeah. But this is called Don't Go. I actually really like this song. Okay, good. Because some of these songs you're like, this is an on-themed thing, but it sucks. Yes. No, this I really like. This is like a good mid-tempo jam that, okay. that hits, my, uh, hits my soul spot. Oh, I can already see why this is something you're... Yeah. This is, yeah. Very oh, late age. Oh, this sounds just like um, um, tell me the song from Bad. The way you make me feel. Oh, yes, thank you. Yes, uh, it's got that same. Yeah, a little bit. Yep. So already the fashion has changed so much from two so years ago. Much. Yes, and where. Two mm-hmm. years ago, the fashion, I was like, that fashion's dumb. I look at this fashion, I go, oh, that's cool. I wish I could wear that now. It's still wicked dated, but it does look cool. And he's got, he's got like a Billy D. Williams kind of yeah. look going for him. Yeah, he's got the short jacket and the white shirt buttoned to the yeah. top because that's what you did. But, but a lot of fabric. Yeah. A lot of unnecessary, uh, like, volume. Paul, you can never have enough fabric in the 80s, dude. <laughs> I fucking had so many shoulder pads and big pants. Yeah. And the sleeves of the jacket are rolled up? I rolled up all my motherfucking yeah, shoes. The, that was a thing. But, right, because it, it, Miami Vice had become a thing yep. between uh, yes. victory and this. Yeah, and that's what you did. Yeah. But, I mean... Marlon's great. Like, he can sell a song. He can sing. He's a great dancer. Mm-hmm. He's not Michael. But literally, I mean, no one is as talented as Michael Jackson. Michael. Let alone his brothers. Like, no one in the world. Yeah. I mean, he just happened to be uh, part of a family that had one of the greatest entertainers ever. Yeah. You know, but I think I love the song. I think he's great doing it. He's yeah. a great dancer. He's also one of those like, I'm gonna fucking kill. Like you can tell with Marlon when he gets on stage, he's got that he's got that Bobby Brown attitude of like. Oh, I was just gonna say yeah. he's. This is the closest to new edition of Jackson ever. Yes, it, it is. What we're watching is. right now, it is that sort of yeah. And it's also that sound of like, I'm gonna fucking kill it. Yeah. Watch me just destroy this song. I used to do that dance all the time. Uh, yeah, so did every white yeah, guy. Exactly. <laughs> it's not the Cabbage Patch. I don't know if it even I has a honestly name. Honestly, think it's called. I think it's called the Wop. Okay, uh, which um, is the '80s, so it's not that well. Yeah, but as an Italian, I'm not super thrilled yeah. by the name of it. No, but I don't really sure. care. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure I can true. say you can't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the fuck her. It's not called the Wasp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. the Italian American thing. Yes. While we're here, because it's Soul Train, yeah. I'm going to bring up a little bit about Howard Hewitt. Okay. Because Howard Hewitt was part of Shalimar, and Shalimar was a band that was created by Soul Train. Okay. Yeah. They basically... It's prefab, like Don, Don Cornelius, yeah. kind of like he's the... Yeah, because Jody Watley was a dancer for Soul Train, mm-hmm. and there was another dancer for Soul Train, and they're like, this disco thing's going well, we need to have a, a band. Like a house... Yeah, and that's gonna be, and he, and he got a uh, Duncan just had a record deal, so he came up with this band called Shalimar. Howard Hewitt wasn't even a lead singer at the time. Shalimar has gone through like four or five reincarnations. Yeah, where like 
they had this song called Take That to the Bank. That was a disco song. The lead singer left. 80s came. Howard Hewitt came. Fought with Jody Watley. They hated each other. Uh, she left. Then uh, they brought in another woman. And then they brought in a guitarist to make it more like rock oriented. Yeah. Where you get the song from like Footloose Dancing in the Sheets and mm-hmm. like that. So that's a little Shalimar history. Okay. Just because it's on Soul Train. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like. Marlon's a good dancer, but he's he's not like an electrifying dancer. No, he's, he's just, you know, he's, yeah. If there's no Michael, you go, wow, Marlon's the best. It doesn't even seem like this is choreographed. He's just sort of improvising. He's just improvising. There was some of it in the video. He's like the best guy you, like the best dancer out of the people you know in the world. Yeah, really is. At a party with yeah. your friends, he's the best. He's dancer. the guy like, wow, he's really good, but he's But not he's not a professional dancer. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we don't have to hear the interview. No, yeah. He's, uh, oh, but I just love the 80s Don Cornelius. Oh, he's great. He's <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> he's just the best. Yeah. Yeah, the clip does go on for 10 minutes. Yeah. But does he do another song? No, just to talk. And it's just six it. minutes of interview? Uh, it's got to be something that I think they cut this out. I don't think he does another song because that's not what they did in Soul Train. Well, I'll repeat myself. If anybody wants to see the whole clip, it's on musicraygun.com slash playlist. Here's the interview with Don Cornelius. Where all these videos are, including our next and final video. Yes. 2300 Jackson Street. Yep. From 1991? No, from 89. 89. 89. Between Bad and Dangerous. Yes. Bad. Three years later, Bad has like only just now stopped spitting off singles. Yeah. They finally like. That thing no lasted forever. Oh my God, there's so many singles. Remember when we did Liberian Girl? Yeah. I think it was 88 or 89. That the, mm-hmm. when that the single came out. Yeah, and we're just like that's that's the last one. Yeah, we don't have we can't do any more, guys. <laughs> we can't do it. So I've never heard this before. Just like I haven't heard most of anything we talked about today. Mm-hmm. Can you give us some context for this? Twenty three hundred Jackson Street was nineteen eighty nine. Sorry, nineteen eighty nine. The yeah. reason why I know about it is because the summer of nineteen eighty nine, I was working in a record store in Cleveland, Ohio. Yep. and we got all this stuff, and this came out. And this was like a re. This is all the Jacksons. Mm-hmm. Well, not minus not the band the of the Jacksons, is, all the Jackson siblings. Yes. Including Janet yes. and Reby and yes. Randy. And, yes. Okay. In this song. Yeah. In the album as a whole, it's just basically uh, the brothers minus Michael. Who's the album credited to? The Jacksons? The Jacksons. Okay. Yeah. But so it's it the, wasn't a one-off single. It is from an album cut. Yeah. 2300 Jackson Street is the name of the album. Okay. 2300 Jackson Street is a real street that they named their street after once they became big, that they used to live on in Gary, Gary Indiana. Indiana. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, this was produced by Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Yeah. They did another song called Nothing Compares to You. Uh, not the. It's not a cover no, of no, Prince. Prince. Song? No, it's a very, very. Also, by the way, it's very us that we think of that as the Prince song and not the Sinead O'Connor. No, song. it's the Prince song. Yeah. <laughs> it will not be the Sinead song. It's the the Sinead version song. is great. It's but great. Not the Prince song. Yeah. Um, he wrote it. He wrote it. The uh, nothing compares to you is a very if you you since you know New Jack and appreciate Jack, New Jack you listen to it and go yeah it's like a New Jack's lesser song okay um, some New Jack swing B side yes uh, and the video is like them doing the Running Man and you're like mm, you guys don't really pull it off yeah uh, I like the song though twenty three hundred Jackson Street this is okay uh, uh, nothing compares to you is a good song oh that's the one you like yeah this okay. is twenty three hundred Jackson Street this is this is a slow song. Mm-hmm. And I put it on because it's every Jackson singing on it. Okay. And it's very like 
Hey, I feel what? embarrassed that if that's true that I've never heard of it. It feels like it, it wasn't a hit. Big thing. It wasn't that big of a hit. The song, yeah. with the album, wasn't that big of a now a hit. Because Even if it wasn't a big hit, it seems like it would have been hyped. Well, it's '89. It was hyped. Yeah. I mean, you were a little younger, so it was yeah. hyped. But uh, by this time, you know, Bad had just finished. Mm-hmm. Janet was already huge. Yeah, this is probably right around the time of Rhythm Nation. This is right around. Control is, just is that, happened. Is Rhythm Nation 88 or 89? 89. Rhythm okay. Nation is like just about to drop. Oh, oh so yeah. it hasn't dropped yet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I think that dropped in the, uh, in the fall, very, very early fall of 89. So this is one of those like, hey, we're a family. Mm-hmm. We're all just one big happy family. And we sing together and we love each other. And thanks, Jacksons. <laughs> thanks Joe it's like a, it's like a love letter to Joe where you know the whole thing is like Joe's like time for another album and Michael's barely in this Janet's barely in this yeah. Reedy's in it okay so it's a fascinating thing to watch because you go yeah you don't mean what you say yeah yeah okay well, let's. Uh, I don't hate this song. Going to be uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't hate it. I don't hate the song. Little house on twenty three hundred Jackson Street. Oh, so right away, it's their parents. Are there's yeah. Joe, yeah. who in a stand up routine, Nick Kroll once said, "Joe Jackson looks like a California raisin. Fuck the devil." And then tags it with, "It is funny because it's so accurate." <laughs> <laughs> it really is. He looks like a sinister man. He does. As he gets older, he looks more sinister. Yeah. If you if you didn't know who he was and you saw Joe Jackson, you'd be like, oh. that guy looks like a he looks like an old timey villain. Yes. Like yes, a tie you to the train tracks type of oh villain. Oh my god, yes. He looks so villainous. That is so funny. And it's like I it's not all just projecting. Possibly it's partly projecting because <laughs> we know that he's sort of a monster. Yes. But he just has he, that he look does to look it at it like, now. Yeah. But yeah, this whole thing is like <laughs> you feel like this whole video is it's a tribute to dad and mom. Right. I mean their their mother seems like a sweet lady. Yeah. She is like um Joey Ramon's mom. Yeah, I can see that. But but that. Joe just just as soon as he's on screen, I'm just like yeah. I'm like my back is up. I'm like, don't trust this man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily he's not in the video. No, okay. It's just the beginning. That's where we moved in January of 1949. No, 1950. January of 1950. And we moved in. Oh, he doesn't say anything. I mean, he did. He gave us this. He's like the, the Beach Boys dad. Like, terrible person. Was terrible, like, monstrous to them. But he still like gave the world them. Yeah, like, which is hard to. Yeah, it's, it's hard, hard to, to process reconcile. that. Yeah, yeah you yeah, kind of yeah. go. We wouldn't have had all this great. It, music. It, like it's his genes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if he was a different dad, would they've been like not successful? Right, because he did push him. Yeah, that's that's the argument Beach Boys fans yeah. have. Like, yeah. So look, they're playing football. Oh, it's real. It's yeah. Uh, and see the whole the the kids are there. It is nice. I mean, we know it's not. But it's, it's not really this idyllic. It's yeah. sort of a lie, but... You see, you can hear the kids singing in it. What are they... It's some of their kids? Yeah, it's like... Yeah. Like Jackie's kids. Jackie's and Jermaine's and... <laughs> That's cute. Yeah. And I still like this. The song's got a good group that I appreciate. But yeah, the sentiment, you're like, oh boy. So you can hear the lyrics... So that's Jackie. Oh, Janet looks so good. 
Michael is just like otherworldly. Yeah. He just seems like he doesn't fit. It's like, oh, those are all mortals. <laughs> yes. And then he's, <laughs> yeah, he's from he's from a different heaven heavens. Yeah. And there's Randy. Randy's getting uh, some Randy. shine. Randy's a good looking dude. Randy's a really good looking dude. Yeah. I mean they all are. Uh, yeah, the Jacksons are beautiful. They're beautiful. Um I just didn't know what Randy looked like. Yeah. And they all got that late 80s or early 90s fashion, which is yeah. fantastic. A lot of vests. And like all the same color denim. Yeah. All right. just that one shade of stone wash. Yep. So yeah, this is the only song where they're all together. This is the only thing that Michael did for this album. Yeah. Same with Janet. If I'm not mistaken, it was something where they're like, okay, I'll do one thing. Yeah. You got me for one thing and I'm out. And the context of the, the music video is it's a family reunion. Like yeah. you're having a cookout. Yeah. Family reunion. And that's it. Yeah. That's all he does. Just that one line? Just not that. even a verse? Nope. Just a line? Well, Reedy. Oh, she still looks Look great. Look how great she looks. And that's oh, like five years later. She's, yeah. Oh. She's like a more sophisticated, not sexualized gen. I'm so happy you're a Reedy fan now. Dude, Centipede is by far my favorite video from this episode. I love it. I love it. If we stay together, we can conquer all. Yeah. I mean, it's like we will stay together as a family because Joe says so. Yeah. Look, Tito sang. Tito sang. Tito looks conservatively 20 years younger in this than he does in Victory. Yeah, weird, right? Or or uh, Torture. Torture. And this yeah. is like later. In Torture, he looks like a dude in his 40s. Yeah. Here, he looks like a dude in his 20s. It's bizarre. Yeah. He's, he's Benjamin Button. Yeah, t- that, is that Tito? Yeah. Really? Yeah. He is. I did him. I, I did him wrong. Yeah, he, he, he looks younger here than he did in the seventies. Yeah, it's weird, right? And here's Janet. Janet's one part. And this was like Love Janet's it. huge. This is where wearing sports hats yeah. was like super impactful. And like she's wearing a hockey cap. The LA, LA Kings, Kings. Yeah. isn't isn't. Uh, isn't it an L.A. Kings hat that George Michael's wearing in the Too Funky video? Yes, it is. Yeah. I love that song. Like, it makes sense that they're wearing L.A., but why is yeah. it hockey? No? Yeah, it's fucking all hockey. Well, I mean, Gretzky was playing for the Kings. Oh, yeah, that's true. So. Or like in the video for Craig Mack's Flavor uh, in Year, where he's wearing a Tampa Bay Lightning shirt. <laughs> it was just the era where, like, you just it weren't. was about the colors. It yeah. wasn't about what team you support. It didn't matter. It was the just team. the fashion of the logo. Yeah. And shit. Oh, I love that. That's one of my favorite rap songs ever. Me too, dude. Oh. I fucking love Flavor in Year. So, like, so off topic. <laughs> I just, I re- this is so douchey to start a sentence this way, but I recently tweeted out. If I were a rapper, my rap name would be Craig Mack. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great, great song. Yeah. Flavor and the remix say. song is great. The remix version is great, too. Well, that's the one with Biggie on it. Yeah. That, that, that was one? like yeah. Biggie's debut. Yeah, it was great. That's a whole other episode. Yeah, sorry. We got carried away. Let's get back into Let's get yeah. back into the <laughs> But yeah, a lot of slow motion, sitting around family. And it goes back to the kids for the end of it. And mm-hmm. that's how the song is, too, not just the video. Yep. And then, oh, look oh. At, see what we did? And then at the very end, they show a clip of them all hugging from the Motown 25. Yes. Time is a flat circle, Kurt. <laughs> yes. 
Remember that from that show like four years ago? Yep. That's, I, I forgot that that was in there. And I'm so glad that's how we ended it. Yeah. If you notice, because uh, I watched the end of the, um, the reunion, mm-hmm. Michael only hugs certain people. He hugged Jermaine. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, I think he got one more hug from uh, Randy. Yeah, that I, makes sense. I don't think he I hugged. think he's not a fan of his older brothers. I think so. I yeah. think the 70s were traumatic for him. Yeah. Because of shit they put him through, like intentional and non-intentional. Yeah. And if uh, I'm almost positive because I watched the ending, I think they all like take their bows and are like basking in the glory. And then they're all hugging. Jackie hugs a few of the brothers and then goes off. It's the first to go off stage. But oh, yeah. Michael doesn't hug Jackie. I know yeah. that for a fact. I don't think he hugs Marlon or Tito. Huh. They just kind of go like mulling around and go off stage. But he hugs Jermaine and he hugs Randy. Yeah. But that's it for this episode of Music Raygun. Uh, so thanks again for listening. You can find us and follow us on Facebook and Twitter where we're at Music Raygun. And we're also on Instagram now uh, at Music Raygun Podcast. Which, if you're only going to follow us on one social media, I'd say follow us on Instagram, because I think that's where you, the more yes, interesting stuff is. You put is. up some cool-ass shit. Yeah. And uh, you can always send an email to musicraygun at gmail.com. You always can. You never have. <laughs> Except for Uncle Mark. Uncle we love Mark. Uncle Mark. Yeah. Uh, but we'd love to hear from other people, too. Yes. So email us. Do it. Contact us on social media. Yeah. I'm Paul Champanelli. I'm Kirk Vinchon. Until next time. 